Welcome to Heating Up, a podcast about climate change, our dangerous future, and what you can do about it. All right. Better than any time we have ever done it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, This is your host, Derek, and that's Corinne. This is Corinne. And And I'm MJ. Yeah, she's super excited. This is MJ. So as you can probably already tell, we've got our first ever guest host for this episode. Hello. Yeah, MJ, uh, my 10-year-old daughter, is going to be with us today as we do the news and do some nonsense. Mostly nonsense. Mostly nonsense, yeah. Uh, let's see. The reason we're doing this is because uh, Corinne just nope. was not feeling nope. it today. I do not accept this. <laughs> this is accept this was an audible. Uh, uh, we I were supposed to record on Sunday. Today is Tuesday. Okay. Yeah. I am sick. She is sick. She is miserable. And she I showed up. I was thinking about not coming like, at all, and I thought, no, Derek will give me a litany. And of we're so glad you came. You, you showed up, and we're just like, <laughs> so if I, I don't want to do up, this. I didn't do any work. I don't, don't want to talk. I'm going to sneeze the whole time. If I didn't show up, I was just going to hear about it till I died. So I thought, I'll show up. And guess what? Showing up, not good enough. So here we are. Yeah. Well, this is episode 19. Wow. Yeah. Idiot. We're dangerously approaching a point where we have more episodes than viewers yeah so that's uh that's not great we need uh we need more listeners so tell your friends about our podcast mj has been wanting to be on the podcast since before we actually had a microphone for the podcast it's true yep and so she's on constantly here in the room when we're recording and Um, asking can she be on the podcast can i be on the podcast when can i be a guest on the podcast She's accompanied us on our... Uh, bleach water scene? Yeah, bleach yeah, water drinking and in our dollar, dollar store prep-offs mm-hmm. and in our recent trip to Denio's. She's one of three people on the planet to have a Heating Up podcast t-shirt. This is true. So I feel like it's only appropriate that she's the first guest on our podcast. Welcome to Heating Up, MJ. Hello. Yeah, great. What if I told you I was wearing my Heating Up shirt right now? Uh, are you? No, she's okay. not. I'm wearing my uniform shirt. <laughs> yeah, but you can imagine. We'll set what would the, it be like if screen. she did? Yeah. I think the only thing that MJ might be disappointed is that a, a podcast isn't YouTube. Well, yeah, it's not YouTube. <laughs> it's definitely not. Although well, so many of them do. Maybe we should do it on YouTube. Maybe we'd get oh, more yeah. listeners or viewers. Yeah. Looking at us would help this situation. Yeah, pro- <laughs> that's what, that was my theory on no, it. Is no, I don't think so. Like, let them see our disgusting house and no. all the trash I have on the table. No, no. Yeah, it would work great. Don't uh, have how the sausage is made or something like that. Yeah, not a great, not a great plan. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> this week we have some news, and then we're gonna talk to MJ a little bit. Some a little news nonsense. The weather, huh? Yeah. Some disaster news, not as bad as last time, or the news reckoning we had a couple weeks ago. Just some light news. I'm sure. Yeah. And but before we get into that, we can cover some random stuff. You and I talked for quite a bit while we were getting set At up about Game of Thrones. At least half an hour yeah. about Game of Thrones. But Game of Thrones is over. Have you canceled your HBO subscription? I yet? haven't yet. In the next couple of days, I will actually. Yeah, I heard that there was a huge drop off in view, like immediately afterwards. And yeah, I'm definitely going to be canceling mine as well. They're trying to keep me in with um, what have they got on there? Is it Chernobyl? So yeah, I might good. I might stick it out for the rest of Chernobyl. I liked the, there are a couple of shows on there that I like, but nothing that Not makes it worth it. Like Succession was really good. I kind of liked that. I didn't really watch Westworld after the first season. No. Um, the Deadwood movie is coming out. I kind of want to see that, but I'll just probably pirate that. I mean, I will definitely not pirate that. Right. There's some other shows that are coming out, but yeah, it's hard to justify. Like the Big Little Lies. I'm like, wait a minute, wasn't this supposed to be a one season thing? So now they're squeezing out a second. I'm like, well, forget it. Isn't it like on its third now? I don't know. It, but I never watched it. So I'm like, nope, just won't start. It the does look good. The first season was very good. And I, I think they're going to ruin it. 
in season two. Exactly so I think you're... Doesn't it have like Meryl Streep in it or something? It does. That's the only thing that's maybe giving me some pause is Meryl Streep. Yeah. Come on. Anywho. Oh, uh, my mom got really mad at Game of Thrones and will not watch the last episode. Well, she did see the last episode, but yeah, she, she did not mad. particularly like uh, season eight, episode five. What but episode was that? It's the, the, the second to last episode. Oh, nobody liked that. Nobody episode. liked that. Uh, well, but it's over. Uh, we won't go into spoilers, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's okay. Whatever. Now I just, it, what really hits home watching season eight was just how long I've been waiting for the book. It made me think, so, like, maybe I should rewatch it, because I actually get, started to get confused about who the characters were and what was important about them. Like, who are you? Again? I don't think Where you were the only one. From? I think some of the writers might have been a bit confused <laughs> about who the characters were and what was important about them. It definitely seemed like that, for yeah. sure. Anywho, that's Game of Thrones. Corinne, you've been working out. That's our other topic, uh, our third podcast, Corinne's Workout Podcast. No. No, I have not been working out. No. I'll be honest with you. You haven't been running? No. I've been going to the gym. I've been doing oh, good. Oh, yeah. look at Woo. you. Going to the gym. No. I've been doing PE at school, so. So, yeah. she's basically Arnold Schwarzenegger good. over here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nope, not doing that. And I have to be in a wedding in like four months, so. Nice. For the best is to try and spend $400 in a dress mm, right now. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, nope, haven't gone to the gym. And uh, now the Game of Thrones is over, I guess I have nothing to do with my life. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding just a depressing world out there there's plenty of tv in the world don't, don't yeah, worry don't worry you'll be all right you'll got find nailed something. it you got nailed it yeah new season and nailed it out not into that i'm so sorry to say guys no no stress is surely out i don't like it either because it's like exactly that reason it's too stressful and unenjoyable it's probably too much like growing up in shirley's household <laughs> as would be my guess there's too much panicked no time to finish something and it's gonna be crappy yeah <clears throat> All right. Well, uh, that's a bit of talking. Do we need to do any more? Or we want to jump right into the news. Jump right into the news. Oh, enthusiastic. All right. So the news. Uh, did you guys notice that I now have music for my news? No. No, I didn't. No, because you don't even listen to your own podcast. I do sometimes, but sometimes I forget. And also, it's weird listening to your own voice. All right. You know, it helps our viewership numbers. Blah 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 Since we have so few. One matters. Blah, 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 blah. Anyways, so tell he's first, my brother. Yeah, first bit of news this week. More than 50 million people were under threat of hail, heavy rain, strong winds, and tornadoes for the past week. Mm. As several different storms moved across much of the U.S., if you paid any attention to the weather news this week, it seemed like an unending litany of various storms moving everywhere from Minnesota to South Texas, and they brought with them all sorts of crazy weather. Basically, everything east of the Rocky Mountains got hit with something. At least 50 tornadoes were reported since Friday, including in Kansas, Nebraska, Texas, along with 148 wind reports and 33 hail reports. Threats of flooding continued to be high, with rainfall totals last week ranging from 1 to 5 inches across the affected area. The Mississippi River has been above flood stage for 133 straight days at uh, Natchez, 90 days at Vicksburg and 89 days in Greenville, said the National Weather Service, breaking record for some of the longest-lasting floods in years. Yikes. Yeah. Earlier in May, the Mississippi broke its July 9, 1993 record after heavy rainfall triggered flooding from Minnesota to the Gulf of Mexico. The greatest threat that is actually to come later this week. Uh, well, this week, actually. So Monday the 20th was predicted to be the day of greatest risk for severe weather as cold moved from the west into the plains. 
So yeah, huge amounts of weird weather all over. Wreaking havoc with my allergies, most importantly. I don't think that has anything to do with the tornadoes in Oklahoma. No, but the, no. the water coming out. Have you thought that maybe you're just an invalid? You're constantly sick. So am I. Well. Yeah, maybe you just need, uh, I don't know, some sort Better of jeans. Better jeans, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we're going to drop a little south now for our next news story. Wildfires have been burning around Mexico City so intense that smoke can be seen from outer space. Exciting. What? Yeah, so the wildfires in Mexico this year, it looks like, do you ever look at those maps where they show all the fires in California during fire season and the Mm -hmm. whole state is little tiny fire emojis? Uh Basically, Mexico is like that right now, the entire country of Mexico. Welcome to the club. Yep. Uh, The imminent impact of health on Mexicans continues to increase as a result of the wildfires. Uh, The Environmental Commission of the Megapolis reported that the level of extraordinary atmospheric environmental contingency is being maintained due to dangerously high levels of ash particles and ozone in the zone around the Valley of Mexico. So there is crazy ash. You shouldn't be outside if you live in Mexico City. It's a mess down there. There's hundreds of fires going on. And this is why humanity needs to do a better job at being humanity. Being humanity. Being humanity. We need to be better. Yeah. Fair. Because this is the effects that it's causing. Sure. Next one. Again, traveling around the world. This one to the South Pacific, where the United Nations Secretary General Antonio Gutierrez raised concerns Thursday that uh, the concrete dome built last century to contain waste from uh, from atomic bomb tests is leaking radioactive material into the Pacific. Ooh, great timing for Chernobyl. Yeah. I, I, I read about this. Did you? Yeah, in school there was a... We do a ReadWorks. Okay. And it's you read an article and then you answer some questions. I only read the first bit of it, but it was about that. It was It's leaking chemical waste into the environment around it. Okay, yeah, you're absolutely right. So in the Marshall Islands, numerous islanders were forcibly evacuated from their ancestral lands and resettled, while thousands more were exposed to radioactive fallout during the Cold War-era nuclear testing. The test included the 1954 Bravo hydrogen bomb, the most powerful ever detonated by the United States, which was about a thousand times more bigger, yeah, a thousand times bigger than the atomic bomb dropped on Hiroshima. Radioactive soil and ash from the explosions was tipped into a crater and then capped with a concrete dome, which was 18 inches thick. However, it was only envisioned as a temporary fix, and the bottom of the crater was never lined, leading to fears that waste is leaking into the Pacific. And cracks have started to appear recently in the concrete dome after exposure, and there are concerns that it could break apart if hit by one of the many tropical cyclones that are increasing due to climate change. Oops. Yep. A lot needs to be done in relation to the explosions that took place in French Polynesia and the Marshall Islands, uh, Mr. Gutierrez said. This is in relation to the health consequences, the impact on communities, and other aspects. Of course, there are questions of compensation and mechanisms to allow these impacts to be minimized, which all sounds like gobbledygook, meaning they're going to keep radioactive waste spilling into the South Pacific. Yep. Great. Yep. Good times. And then, since it's the South Pacific, it'll reach out the other oceans in the world, and then... Yep, this is the same Pacific Ocean that Fukushima has been leaking radioactive waste into. So, Next up, moving to North Korea. Lowest rainfall in decades pushes North Korea towards famine. North Korea wasn't in famine before? Was already food insecure. Okay. It's moving further. The lack of rain is worsening North Korea's chronic food shortages, and an estimated 10.1 million people 
about 40% of the population, are facing severe food insecurity. The situation is not yet a famine, which I guess is an illegal definition according to the UN, says Herv Verhusel of the World Food Program, but could end up that way in the coming months. The dry start to the year comes in conjunction with a below-average farm harvest last season. The United Nations report from earlier this month estimated the 2018-19 crop production at 4.9 million tons, the lowest in a decade, with a food deficit of 1.36 million tons of food. So, humanitarian aid crisis in North Korea. Yep. All right. We don't have too many more. Only really three more stories for oh you, Grant. Oh, my God. Three more. Three more. Then, then they're easier. Okay. I, I try and hit you with the bad stuff up front and then kind of coast really it out. You really did, though. Yeah. So the next one, it's uh, the end of May coming up here. It's like when May 21st, something like that mm-hmm. today. So people are planning their summer vacations. Mm-hmm. Lots so of people, we. ourselves included, going to national parks, right? Yep. right? So you should be made aware of a recent report that was released that said that 96% of national parks have hazardous air quality. Yes. Yeah. Millions of tourists will head out into America's national parks this summer in search of fresh mountain air. But according to a new report, they should instead inspect <laughs> expect dangerous levels of pollution. Is it worse than the air in cities? Yes, some of it is actually worse. Over the last two decades, air pollution in parks has rivaled that of the 20 largest major metropolitan areas, including Los Angeles and Houston. Is that because people are driving to them? People are driving in them. The just air quality is so bad everywhere. Lots of them are like, so like Yosemite Valley is notorious for having really bad air quality in the summer. Not only all the fires, but also all the people drive and it's a real steep, small valley. So it just fills up with smog. So yeah, good times. Good thing I don't smoke, huh? Yeah. So we have talked quite a bit about, uh, or not quite a bit, but we've talked a little bit about like the birth strike movement and a lot of people choosing not to have kids because of climate change. Mm Mm-hmm. But there is a new paper published by the Environmental Research Letters last week, which looked at one aspect of how global warming will influence fertility and suggested that global warming could mean more kids, not less. No, no. Yeah, the researchers came to some some surprising and disturbing conclusions. They found that global warming will increase the number of children people have while lowering the value of education, but only in certain vulnerable parts of the world. This would deepen already existing inequalities between wealthy and poor nations and the inequality between men and women in those communities. Mm. All I, right. I personally vote for no kids. Pro, vote for no kids. Yeah, it does seem that you way. You don't want kids, MJ? No. Well, you're also unless, only 10. Unless uh, humanity somehow fixes this, then I do not want kids. <laughs> this one's a weird one. I get, Well, not a weird one. This one has, I guess, uh, ramifications for our own com- upcoming election. So I know it's still only 2019, but people can't get enough of the 2020 election already with the 75 million Democrats running. And we talked last week about a poll that suggested that climate change was the most important issue on most people's minds. Yes. Well, that was also true in Australia. as The polls said it would be Australia's climate change election when voters confronted harsh reality and elected leaders who would tackle the problem. But all over Australia, they shrugged off the warming seas, killing the Great Barrier Reef and the extreme drought punishing their farmers. And on Saturday, in a result that stunned most analysts, they re-elected the conservative coalition that has long resisted plans to cut carbon emissions and coal. Well, we know America doesn't follow along with what everyone else does first. Yep. Just kidding. And of course, the winning coalition successfully made cost the dominant issue in the climate change debate. So they said that cutting emissions by 45% would cost uh, the economy 167,000 jobs and 264 billion Australian dollars, which is 181 billion American dollars. Though the Labour spokesman called the model dodgy, Mr. Morrison and his allies (laughs) used it to argue against extending Australia's existing efforts to reduce emissions and invest in clean energy. 
and that was enough to win the election for the conservatives. So, not great precedent. We have one last bit of news, and this one is a news update. Update? Update. Is it where you prove me right and you wrong? No. Well, this one is where we're both wrong, or I guess my theory on it is completely wrong. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, so you may recall the tiger that was found in a home in Houston. Yes, yes. And we had so many questions about what yes, was going on this there. Is great. Well, it turns out the story is not as cool as our prevailing theory of drug lord lost mm. a tiger. Uh, but the tiger found in the vacant home in Houston was never abandoned, its former owner says. So they identified the former owner. Brittany Garza, 24 years old, has been charged with cruelty to non-livestock animals in connection with the February 11th discovery at a home in Houston. Court documents accuse her of failing to provide adequate food, water, and veterinary service for the tiger. Investigators said the 400-pound male tiger was found by a woman who waited nearly a week before she called 311 to report the animal. In the call, the woman said she had gone into the house, remember, because she wanted to uh, meet a man who said he needed to go to the house and feed his tiger. She said the animal was being kept in a small cage. Garza said she had bottle-fed and raised the tiger, which she named Raja, and the large cat was never abandoned. She said the animal was about to be transported to its new home when it was found by police. She said, I'm willing, to face the the, I'm willing to face the charges, but I don't see any type of animal cruelty that was done. He always had food and water. Where did she get the tiger? Garza's mother said she, that her daughter got the tiger nearly two years ago from a man she knew. And well, yeah, they don't. It, still it, could be a drug lord. Yeah, she never really explains it. Um, she said it had been kept at the home for a short time while her daughter was working to relocate him to a ranch in College Station. Okay, at 24, I was like, you know what? I don't think I can take the responsibility of a house cat. You know, they gotta, you gotta feed them every day and give them water. And this girl at 22 was like, full, full tiger? Yeah, I'll take it. Sign me up for that. Sure. In a statement, officials at the Cleveland Amory Black Beauty Ranch, which is where the tiger is now, said that they have been granted custody of the animal and they are happy to assume his care. The tiger has been with us since February and does not recognize the name Raja, they said, which <laughs> feels like a dig. Uh, officials said in a written statement, a wild animal should not have to live in captivity at all, but we are happy to step in and assume responsibilities for caring for him properly for the rest of his life, including giving him a new name. Ouch. I like yeah. the dig. Ouch. Although I got to say Raja, obviously a reference to Aladdin, which mm-hmm. was a great movie. Yeah. So that's the update. To the tiger story, which we have been uh, telling you we would update you on. So, promise fulfilled. Oh, you know what you should have done is like what they did on uh, Unsolved Mysteries. Did it? Update. Yeah. Yeah, I still have that show. That's the end of the news. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Can I just interview my niece about some animals or something? So, (laughs) I think that that's what we'll do next. So, we were going to have a conversation today. Don't (laughs) start (laughs) with me today. It doesn't matter what this episode is going to be, because this is what this episode is. is. So this episode is now uh, going to be our very first guest uh, interview, right? Mm -hmm. So we have MJ. Hi, hi, hi. Yeah, so why don't you uh, do a little bit and introduce yourself, talk a little bit about yourself, and then we're going to grill you with some deep probing interview questions. Okay, well, um, my name is MJ. I am 10 years old in fifth grade, soon going into sixth and I am worried about climate change, as most people should be. What is your what favorite color currently? Black. Oh, boy. Yeah, she dresses in all black. And, yeah, it's, uh, 
She's very emo. I you really know your first favorite color was orange. And I will always consider that your favorite color. I'm so sorry, but that's your favorite color. Yeah, I mean, orange is a good color. It's yeah. your true favorite color. Orange is the new black. Orange. <laughs> Something like that. Or yeah. black is the new orange. Yeah. Yeah. And what do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be either an actor or a cameraman or both. Well. Actor slash cameraman. Yeah. Right. I'll be on both sides Well, of with camera. YouTube, I guess it's a two-in-one sort of situation. Sure. Yeah, no, basically that's what you call a YouTube star, actor slash cameraman. Yeah. No, I want to be, be like in the professionals, like in, in movies and stuff, not just in Not YouTube the amateurs videos. on YouTube. Mm. Or the like? even worse than amateurs on podcasts. <laughs> Something like that. The ugly amateurs. Sure. <laughs> All right, MJ. What is your favorite natural setting? Uh, so you like mountains, you like beaches, you like trees, do you like deserts? What I is your favorite? Like, I kind of like like... A snowy forest type of place. Snowy forest place. All right. And um, do you think climate change will have any effect or on your favorite places in nature? Yep. Like what for your favorite uh, place? Well, the planet is getting hotter, so snow is going to become less and less of a thing. And trees are going to start going into wildfires. And just everything's going to look like a hot train, me- er, train wreck. A hot mess. Yeah. And what's a someplace, a, a natural state you want to go or like a, a place with something cool? Yeah, is there some sort of natural place or a cool thing that you want to see somewhere in the world that you haven't seen yet? I want to see like a waterfall that goes kind of into a creek. Okay. That's what I, I want I to feel like you've seen a waterfall. You've definitely seen that. I've seen, I don't know. I Dream bigger, please. <laughs> Listen, this is coming from your aunt who has a Toyota Corolla. I want to see Mount Everest. Please dream bigger. <laughs> Traded down her dream of a Toyota Camry to get a Toyota Corolla. <laughs> wants to work for the dmv so if you could please dream a little higher for me that would be great we have to live vicariously through you so mount, mount everest then mount everest you want to climb mount everest you want no. to see it see it yeah okay good. she's not, not totally crazy no okay cool all right and what's the favorite natural place that you have been to have been um i would probably say when we went river rafting in utah yeah that was a lot of fun yeah mm-hmm. that was this past summer we took like a four or five day trip down the colorado river on the river no wi-fi nothing no Just wi-fi yep that's, <laughs> that's what she remembers from it mm-hmm. oh but one yeah, it night one night we put these cots like out in the sand on the beach and me my uncle and my dad were like laying there and there were like like 50 60 bats just just flying around that was really cool huh yeah i once tried to go to the bathroom while we were on that trip in the middle of the night and a bat uh (laughs) tried to fly right into my face (laughs) several times so yeah that was a good trip and then you became batman (laughs) don't reveal my secret identity yeah god mj yeah i know the answer to this but for everyone else out there what's your favorite animal a wolf and do you think uh, climate change has any effect on your favorite animal? Yes. Like what? Uh, well, the fires are going to start pushing them more into populated areas, which is going to get them killed more. Could be. Very, very true. Let me ask you a question. Do they talk about climate change at all in your school? No. I don't. I think they don't want kids to worry about that. But I've asked like some of my friends if they're worried about climate change. And then most of them said yes. But only one said no, and then I explained to her why you should be worried, and then she just went, okay, yeah, now I'm worried. All right, you're already the life of the party like me. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. 
Perfect. She yeah. inherited that part of your personality. Yeah. Great. In a few years, you'll start talking to them about feminism, and then you'll really not be you know, making any friends. Much, yeah. much worse. Yeah. Are you sure? What about in science? Do they ever discuss, like, nothing about climate change? Even when I was a kid, there was some discussion of climate change. It was real vague about, oh, the ozone layer or, you know, some I very mean, slight brief references. Yeah. Miss Miss Morris is a really, like... Miss Morris is your teacher? Yeah. She's... And she has, I think, mentioned climate change once. Maybe twice. But... You don't remember what m- mentioned or anything? If I had to guess, it would probably be about fires. Okay, you don't remember. All right. No. I don't. What do you hate about this podcast? Is it the interruptions to your computer game playing? Yeah, probably. what's your least favorite part of our podcast? Um, probably that it takes place in, like, the house. So you have to be quiet? Yeah. Okay, so the production of the podcast yeah. is your least favorite part of it. Yeah. What is your favorite part of the podcast? The favorite part of it is that you and my dad run it. Oh, isn't that sweet? Yeah. And that I'm on it, and that you're, and on, that it. you're <laughs> on it now. Do you? Let me ask you this: Do you listen to podcasts? Do your friends listen to podcasts? Do the kids listen to podcasts? The kids these days listen to podcasts. Yeah, is I this don't know. out of? Touch? I know you. I know you got your Spotify. Yeah, I have Spotify. Did I've, you know you can find our podcast, yes, Heating Up Podcast, on Spotify? Yep. Good plug. Yeah. Uh, or wherever you get your podcasts. I listen to podcasts personally, but I don't know. What podcast do you listen to? I listen to Brains On. Okay, that's an NPR podcast. Well, and then I also listen to Heating Up. Oh, so we're just one of two. I love it. She's very selective. Yeah. <laughs> Highbrow stuff. Yeah. I mean, if I if I find something that I like, I'll listen to it. I remember on our road trip this summer, we found that podcast Liar Liar, where they have. Oh. Yeah, it's a podcast for, oh, for yeah. kids, I guess. Yeah. Not like yeah, young, for young kids. kids. For like, yeah, your age kids. Uh, fifth, sixth grade kids. And it has two people on the podcast who both claim to be an expert in a certain thing. And only one of them is a liar. And so the kid like asks them a couple of questions or something. And then they have to figure out who's the liar and who's not. I forgot about good. that. I, yeah. yeah, I liked it. I liked it. I'll probably get into that. Probably get back into that. Podcast. When you get old enough, I'll show you some murder podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I already listened to, to no. her, like her earbud or her earpods. Just she listens to them on blast. Who, so mom? I, yeah. So I can like if she's in the kitchen doing the dishes and I'm just hanging out getting a snack, I can just hear. Yeah. Well, okay, if you so ever want to get into yeah. some Game of Thrones podcasts <laughs> or Derek, she recommend yeah. uh, Lucifer means Lightbringer. Yeah. There you go. Oh no. I picked that up. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> Sad for everyone. <laughs> Sad for everyone. All right. Uh, let's see what else we got for you. What's your favorite food? Probably sushi. Sushi. Used to be mac and taste. cheese. Yeah, it was at one point Kraft macaroni and cheese. <laughs> Specifically so. Kraft macaroni and cheese. You <laughs> not, tried to give yeah, her some she, white she shells, she'd lose no, her mind. No, no. She did yeah. not yeah. like, sprinkle like some restaurant mac and cheese or anything nice. It was, yeah, she liked the orange powder. Yeah. Like, really, it, really. I mean, it, it tastes good. Orange again, bringing it up. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, she just did a project on the state of Alaska. I'm still working on it. Yeah, she just <laughs> wants to preface that. Uh, what sort of uh, climate danger do you think Alaska's in? All of the animals that live there are in danger because it's one of the most wildlife inherited, I don't know the right word. Inhabited? It's, Is that what you're looking for? Yes. Not inherited. Uh, one of the most wildlife inhabited like states in the U.S. because it has bears, it has... Moose it has a bunch of other. Is it moose or meese? Moose. Mooses. Mooses. It, no, it's moose eye. 
It's moose, right? Mice. Honestly, we do not know. Mice? No. Moosey? Mooseys. Mooses. Moose. <laughs> Best episode ever. <laughs> it has many moose. <laughs> Mooseys. Mooseys. <laughs> it has... Uh, it we're moving on. God, <laughs> moose subject, guys. I'm going to call it on that one. So it's got lots but, of animals. And it can snow all year round, which is going to start decreasing more and more. Some of the animals that depend on the snow for camouflage, like rabbits or snowshoed hares, will start to Or the willow up. ptarmigan. Ooh, yes. Which the is the state, state bird, bird of Alaska. Uh, it was funny because MJ came home saying that she was doing this project on Alaska. And when I was a kid, Alaska was my go-to state whenever I had to do a state project. Uh, MJ, what do you think you can or will do? about the climate change danger in your lifetime? Uh, get an electric car. If I can afford it, ever. So, let me ask you this. We've been, you've been around as we've been launching this podcast, mm-hmm. and part of the reason we launched this podcast was so that Auntie and I and our families could start getting prepared for climate disasters. Do you <laughs> feel more prepared or less prepared? I mean, do you feel I like... F- I feel about the same in preparedness. So, you don't feel like even just knowing more... Knowing more is definitely better, so I think that's an improvement. Maybe you're just more worried now that you know more. Probably. Yeah, I was going to say that comes like a double-edged, double-edged sword, right? So you know your, you know, you know your danger is higher, but you also are slightly more prepared for it. So what is the? If you could do one thing to be more prepared for a disaster, what would it be? Um. Or if there's one skill you could learn, what would it be? One skill to learn, um, I would probably get to know what the best locations are. Because no location is perfect, but what the best locations are to survive, basically. Ah, to where where to live full-time or where to, like, flee to? Where to either flee to or live full-time. Okay. What are the cool kids playing recess these days? (sighs) Hanging out and talking and exploding, um... Go-go squeeze patches. What is a go-go squeeze patch? It's a pouch of applesauce. <laughs> then Are you doing that? Yes. Okay. <laughs> all right. So now we know what's happening to all of our applesauce packets. <laughs> I eat the applesauce first. You know what I love? I love, like, elementary school trends because they're so specific to schools themselves. Like, what other school is doing that? What other school is exploding go-go applesauces? Probably mm-hmm. not any other ones. And they're so specific. It's like a little microcosm of social network that's just, it's so cool. And the hi- by high school, it's stupid. It's phones and, you know, like, you know, romantic interests. But in, in elementary school, it's stuff like that. Like, everyone's really into Foursquare in sixth grade. Couldn't tell you why. We just play it every game. You know, like, it's just, you just don't know. I love it. What I count as a trend is what me and my friends are doing. Okay. So you're the you're trendsetter. You're the Is that what you're saying? So what do most kids do then? Like, I wouldn't say I'm the trendsetter. Most Other people might say that. <laughs> most kids either do basketball, practice for the talent show, or play this random game on the ball wall. I think it's a mix between the two-touch and handball. She so you're over in the corner exploding the applesauce containers wearing all black like the goth kids. Stop! And watching all the kids play ball. I'm wearing blue right now. That's true. I guess. Okay, well, thank you for being our first guest. What a wonderful first guest you were. Yeah, real softball questions from us, I think. I think next time we're going to have to dig a little deeper, be a little harder. 
Ask you who your crush is, things like that. Ooh, yeah. I have one. Ooh, we'll get into the bottom of that. I will always love it when people said that. Like, nope, not possible. Nope. Anyways, so this has been our show. Next week, we'll actually get back into doing some prep and stuff. We'll start our bug out bags. We'll do some other cool stuff. Yeah, it's going to be fun. And Can please I be like in those episodes. No, you're done. Never oh. again. Okay. Yeah, you're, you're excommunicated. We'll see after the, ep- after the uh, editing of this episode how we feel. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> if you like it, uh, even if you don't, subscribe, like, rate, write a review, write a good review, write a bad review. Well, don't write bad reviews. That's mean. Don't waste your time. Just. We write Just ourselves a-, a bad review every episode, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't worry about it. Do it. Nothing you could say is worse than what I say in my own head. Right. So, anyways, please write, subscribe rate tell everyone about it tell your friends and get prepared and b- get prepared yeah next week bug out bags episode one Woo-hoo. all right bye guys bye <laughs>